Super Rugby gets underway this weekend. You can watch every game live and ad break free on Stan and comprehensive coverage. Wonder who's going to be the team or is there a team that can threaten the Crusaders for the title? Will it be an Aussie side joining us to explain everything that we think was going to happen this season? It's Nick McArdle from Stan. Nick, good morning. Paul, Andrew, good morning. Yes, it's uh, it's a good time of the year, isn't it? It's all about to, to happen, so I can't wait. Now, we, we want to talk about Super Rugby, but there has been some development in the last 24 hours as far as the Wallabies coaching panel is concerned, those that will be the assistants to Eddie Jones. And Dan McKellar, who some thought we were going to take over from Dave Rennie as the Wallabies coach, is moving on. Looks as though he'll go and coach at Leicester, taking over from Steve Borthwick, who replaced Eddie Jones at England. Exactly right. And uh, our, from what I understand, Steve Borthwick uh, was one of the, the referees for Dan McKellar as well. So uh, swings and roundabouts. Yeah, it's a massive loss for Australian rugby and, and a massive loss for the Wallabies. And I'm sure uh, that Eddie Jones uh, sees it as a, a bit of a blow to his plans as well. My understanding is that he put to Dan uh, some sort of succession plan and, you know, reason to to stick around, but um, but Dan, who is uh, a terrific fella, he thinks that uh, it's going to be more worth his while to go and get some international experience. But he was at pains to say yesterday in his statement that uh, that he you know would love to come back to Australia and and uh, do some good work in the Australian coaching ranks in future. But for right now, this is the best opportunity on the table for him. I suppose it's a path followed, uh, well, that Michael Checker took, didn't he? He went and coached uh, Leinster, didn't he, over there for a period of time before he, he came back here. But for Dan himself, it must have been a no-brainer, really. I mean, uh, even with a succession plan if in place, if Eddie were to see out his five-year contract, he doesn't want to be an assistant coach for five years, surely. No, that's right. And, and also, I think Dan saw, well, almost had his mitts on the job. The consensus seems to be that that Dave Rennie was off to Japan after the World Cup and uh, that that Dan was going to be the heir apparent there. So, you know, he's he's saying all, all the right things um, because, as I said, he's a, he's a quality human being and, and doesn't really want to rock the boat. But I'm sure, in some sense, he, he feels like he's missed out to an extent and, uh, and sees this as his best opportunity. And, and Leicester, I have to say, have one of, um, you know, the, the sort of game that, he can influence as well around that set piece that kind of is, is a nice fit for the type of coach he is and the type of game he wants to play. And we're led to believe now that Laurie Fisher is not going to be on board as far as assistant coaching is concerned. Scott Wisemantle's coming back and Beric Barnes's name's been mentioned as well. Yeah, in a skills capacity. So um, Beric Barnes and, and of course Ian and Scott Wisemantle are uh, hanging out down there together at Lennox Head uh, Wisey is back, I think, in a more of a consultancy role. He, uh, the indication is that he's not going to be the hands-on assistant coach that he was uh, when he was at his most recent incarnation with the Wallabies, but he will be an assistant. Of course, he was with Eddie Jones at England for a time, so they've got a, a good working relationship. So, yeah, that is good news. But at the end of the day, uh, the assistant coaching stocks are pretty thin, for Eddie and he's got to find 
some answers to that with the World Cup uh, just around the corner. So uh, one thing he did mention the other day, maybe he might lean on Super Rugby coaches and essentially uh, put a team together there for what he's calling you know, a smash and grab on the World Cup in France later this year. So whether that's the short-term approach that he takes, uh, leaning on some of those Super Rugby coaches to come in uh, throughout the season and at the end of the season and, and form a coaching group. But uh, I'd be interested to know, I think some sort of announcement around that would need to come pretty shortly because, you know, there's got to be some clarity. That's a, that's a big thing with, with that World Cup. Very, very close. And when you mentioned Beric Barnes, are you talking a skills capacity? You don't think it's sort of a full-time assistant role? Um, and what uh, he went to Japan, obviously. Uh, what, carved out a lengthy career there, uh, Nick, or did he go anywhere else other than Japan? No, no, he, he did. He carved out a, a lengthy career in Japan. He's been back at, at Lennox Head for a, a time now. I only know what I've read about this, mm. and that is that it's more of an assistant coaching in that skills uh, skills role, whether there's more of that down the track. But you think about some of the influences that he's had throughout his career, and, you know, he's had some terrific coaches both in league and in rugby union so there's some intellectual property there that uh, he will be a, a valuable asset for the wallabies now super rugby gets underway tomorrow afternoon nick as we said you can watch every game live or ad break free on stan and what i love about stan andrew you've got two sorts of packages you can watch if you miss the game live you can watch the 20 minute rerun or the one that goes for five or six minutes. So it's mm. catering for everyone, isn't it, Nick? You can be incredibly busy or just like me, lots of spare time <laughs> on your hands that you can watch everything. <laughs> but, but, but someone can find something. And I mean, the, the, the minis, I want to say the minis have been... I, I'm not sure when we all sat down uh, a couple of years back and, and, you know, sort of worked through a lot of these things that anyone really realised how popular the minis would be. Yeah. But, yeah, everyone is... It's true. Everyone is time poor and particularly with something like the Six Nations happening in the middle of the night uh, it's a big commitment um, particularly if there's a game on a a Sunday in Europe um, to sit up on a Monday morning and and watch it but it's great to get up and and watch the minis and and catch up that way so they've they've been a success story and of course they're available for every match uh, of every competition on stand. Well, Mark McBain joins us every week. He likes to watch the full game, especially from the Six Nations, because as a former hooker, nothing makes him more excited <laughs> than watching scrums being repacked seven times. Now, Crusaders... Well, he probably needs to get out a little bit more, doesn't he, really? <laughs> Crusaders are the favourites and have been for the last six or seven seasons as far as markets are concerned. Nick, they are the favourite again... The Blues are there on the second line. They always seem to be there on the second line. Brumby's best of the Australians. Is is that how you see it as well? Yeah, I think, I mean, that would be uh, conventional wisdom and, and, you know, hard to go past the Crusaders. They keep doing it year after year and, and credit to that system and that environment that they bring players through and they're a factory for for champions. Um, I don't mind, and I know that your uh, listeners will be uh, largely Reds fans, but i got to say, I think the Waratahs might surprise a few people. Um, they went, you think about their progression two years ago, didn't win a game. You know, they, they lost the coach, Darren Coleman, comes in last year, they win eight games. Um, they're back at Allianz Stadium this year. They start their campaign uh, tomorrow night uh, against 
the Brumbies. I just think that the depth they've built, they've got some Wallabies there now, some some young players who've had a taste of, of Wallaby uh, rugby, and they've got a couple of young guys coming through. Keep an eye out for Max Jorgensen, uh, son of Peter, who's been named on the wing to make his debut. He's only uh, 19 years of age. So it is remarkable to think that uh, that they could come so far so quickly, the Waratahs. But for me, and it's not really a dark horse. I think that expectations are high for them, but I think they'll have a good year. Mm. And uh, I suppose Reds, uh, Waratahs and Brumbies, you call them traditional sort of uh, teams. Force and Rebels, uh, any improvement in those two teams you can see, Nick? I think there'll be improvement at the Force. I do worry about the Rebels. Um, I know Alex Murphy has gone down there from uh, from the Reds, but really they, they haven't had a huge injection of talent. They've also got issues around second row with Matt Phillip uh, going to miss the majority of the Super Rugby season after being injured uh, on the spring tour last year. Rob Leota as well has an issue. Uh, they got Trevor Hosea coming back, so that is a plus for them. But their depth is really going to be tested. So I'm not sure that they're in for a great year. I hope there's not too many Rebels fans listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the force under new coach Simon Cron, I think that they will have a, a pretty good year and they will be uh, one of the surprise packets. They've, uh, they've got some really good young players coming through. They've added Falau Fangaha from the, from the Brumbies. Michael Wells, who was the Rebels captain has gone across there. He's got a long relationship with Simon Cron. So Michael Wells is across there and he will captain in his first year for the force. I just think that there's a lot to like about um, Simon Cron and, and what he's put together over there and, and keep an eye out for them to uh, to challenge at least the, the finals, I think. It's going to be interesting to see how it all starts off, Nick, because it's a World Cup year. New Wallabies coach there with Eddie Jones. He will surprises with a few of his selections. We know he loves former rugby league players. Unfortunately, Suliasi Vinavalu is unavailable at the moment because of injury. He's been injury-plagued ever since he crossed. I can't wait to see what Eddie's going to do with him. And I want to see who his halfback's going to be as well. Exactly. And uh, I think a couple of times, just in dispatches, and I don't know whether there's... Sometimes I think there's uh, a lot that we read into when someone asks the coach, you know, who are you looking at? And he'll he'll list half a dozen players. Now, is he doing that strategically? Is he doing it because they're just the first six players that, that come to his mind? But uh, a couple of times he's been asked a similar question, you know, who who you really like in the in the Australian setup? Who really impresses you? And he's dropped Tate McDermott's name. So I think potentially Tate McDermott could be in for... Uh, a big year, and uh, let's hope we see him at the World Cup. I reckon it's also a really big year for Harry Wilson from oh, the Reds. Absolutely, um, he's got to no. be. You just don't know, do you? No, no, exactly right. And and Fraser as well. Fraser went right. I, I want to see him do well. And these are a couple of, uh, you know, you say fringe player. I guess that's the right term. Under Dave Rennie, uh, Harry Wilson had a couple of opportunities. Didn't quite aim up in the moment. But he is all quality. And I think given the, the backing of Eddie Jones, that he could just be anything, Harry Wilson. So, you know, really hoping for a, a big year for him. Hunter Paisami as well. It's a, it's a big year uh, for him. He gets his opportunity. So, um, and, and then you look at a guy like Tom Liner, who, uh, as I understand it, will, um, will start at fly half for the Reds on Saturday night in, in Townsville. So, 
you know, I'm not sure that he's going to be pressing for Wallaby selection, but there's always a little bit of a surprise up the Eddie Jones sleeve. So who knows who these bolters might be ahead of the World Cup. But yeah, it's, a, it's a great opportunity because all these players, whether they're incumbent or fringe or absolute bolters for the Wallabies, they're all starting from scratch. They're all way out of their comfort zone right now. They know that every time they step out during the Super Rugby season that they have to put in their best performance because they know if they do, then there's a World Cup on offer. Mm. And what's going to be new on stand this year, Nick? Is there any different additions, any new uh, commentary members there or members of the panel? Well, you will see uh, James Hall, the okay. former oh, Wallaby yes. captain and, and Super Rugby winning Reds captain. He will be uh, appearing uh, quite a bit. In fact, I think he makes his debut uh, this weekend on, on Saturday night. So looking forward to catching up with Big Kev. Um, who else have we got? Oh, Stephen Hoyles is back from uh, the MLR in the US and he'll be appearing on some of the, the midweek shows and I think also on game day a couple of times, so keep an eye out for that. The other thing, and this is uh, as much a Sansar initiative as it is uh, a Stan Sport initiative, but um, we're allowed to, I think we've always been allowed to, but we've always been a little bit reluctant to ask in the heat of the moment, but uh, it's basically a window for a player, when they come from the field, when they're subbed out of the game, uh, that we get an opportunity to speak to them for a, a couple of minutes. And uh, it's happened a little bit ad hoc over the years, but it's pretty handy, particularly when a game is really going down to the wire or there's a bit of niggle in the game or you know there's, there's a few things that might have happened off the ball to actually uh, get a bit of that on-field uh, view from a guy who's just been in the heat of the moment. So that's, uh, that's something we'll be doing a, a little bit of over the first few weeks. So not, not, not someone who's just uh, walking off at half-time, actually been subbed out of the game. Probably best if it's not a 5'8", who's just been dragged, though, Nick. <laughs> and, and some of the personalities uh, I've learnt from, from bitter experience over the years, that you choose your target. <laughs> you choose your target and you choose your moment. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's, that's uh, lessons learned. Always love having a chat to you, Nick. Can't wait for it to start this Friday afternoon. As we said, every game of Super Rugby Live, ad break free, on stand. And you can get those minis as well, which is always great if you're a bit time poor. We'll talk again soon, Nick. Thanks for this morning. Good on you, Jen.